Yeah, what's up? What are we? Huh? What are we? Um, pointless life forms just floating through space. You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Were you hoping for a different answer? Were you even hoping for an answer? I, I was wondering what you would what, what you would say. There you go. Huh, Exhibit well, A. Huh, interesting. What are we to you, Josh? We're the dissectors, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, you got me. I'm Josh. Cross from me, that's Matt. Hey, what's up? Uh, today, we are doing a little, something a little different. We're just going to be discussing a new trailer that came out. Yeah, if because... you couldn't tell by the uh, title of this yeah, episode. Yeah, because mm -hmm. Matt and I are very excited about this movie. Oh, dude, I have followed Godzilla for so long. If you can't tell behind you, all the Godzilla movies that I have... Uh, what is that? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20? Counting, like... I was going to say... The, the one with Matthew Broderick in it. And, I was going to say a couple of them have two and one, so... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so... Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm very excited. Oh. So we're going to be discussing the trailer for Godzilla vs. Yep, Godzilla versus Kong, which comes out March 26th. So if you're listening to this after the movie's released, well... You're um, stupid. You're a little late, but welcome to our discussion about a movie that's already out. <laughs> <laughs> so any of our theories, you can go, ah, fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm changing my mind. Can we not do this? <laughs> I don't want to be stupid. <laughs> uh, Well, too late. Okay, so it dropped Sunday... What, January 24th it was? Yeah. So it's only been out for a few days. Yep. How many times have you watched it, Josh? Uh, well, considering I just watched it like two more times down here, it's probably around 10 times. Woo, 10 times. Okay. Um, Twice for me. Because <laughs> I think I, I, it was, I was incapable of movement and thought when I first saw the trailer. I was just sitting on the couch, dumbfounded, like, man. I cannot wait for that beastly movie. Oh, God, it's oh, going to be so good. I don't care how bad it might be. I'm going to fucking love it, just like I love all the older yep. ones. They're so bad. The, dub <laughs> the dubbing is so bad. Oh, God, yeah. And in case anyone's wondering or didn't know, Godzilla vs. Kong, it's not necessarily a remake. Yeah. But there is an original, Godzilla vs. Kong. Yep. I forget what it was. Maybe in the 70s, I think. And I do believe, if I remember correctly, that Kong wins. I think Kong defeats Godzilla. I don't think Godzilla dies. No. But yeah, because that's when we get King Kong with his fucking electrical powers. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the same film where you see that iconic uh, gif of Godzilla and his tails on the ground, and he's just <laughs> flying with his feet straight out. I think you're right. I think that's where that comes from. Yeah, Godzilla vs. Kong, directed by Adam Winger, which I did not know that he was involved in this because he directed a slasher film that I really, really enjoyed, which is an indie film, uh, You're Next. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I think I had you guys watch that one of the yep. times we did the uh, movie nights. But yeah, he was he did You're Next, and I had no idea who was involved in this film. But just like uh, Michael Doherty, who did, um, I think he did King of the Monsters. Okay. He, I mean, he did... Uh, Trick or Treat, which is a mm. fucking classic which Halloween film. I don't film. know if I've seen that one. It's a good one. So it's really cool to see these guys that come up from like doing like indie horror films to doing these fucking giant monster movies now. Mm -hmm. And I'm very, very excited. And there was also the screenplays were written by Eric Pearson and Max Borstein. Both had hands involving in the past films leading up to this. So you had 2014, so, okay. Godzilla, uh, 
Skull Island and then um or Kong Skull Island and then Godzilla King of the Monsters. And of course, before any of that we had the uh what was it? It was just King Kong from from Peter Jackson. Yeah, I mean, well, that's early two thousands. I say, I mean, that's not a part of this. Well, no, that's not a part of this. But I mean, all I can think about. Oh no, Godzilla had the one in ninety six or ninety five in New York. Never mind. I I was only thinking about like the old ones, like the thirty three Kong or like the old seventies and whatnot. Yeah, Godzilla. But I forgot there was like a little spinoff one there on in New York for Godzilla, and then the Kong with Jack Black. Yeah, which I do very much enjoy that film for what it was. I do too. I mean, it's essentially a remake of the classic one, but it was well done, and I really liked it. Yeah, I was actually glad that the uh, newest Kong was not just toe-to-toe remake. Oh, yeah, it was very much its own uh, entity. And I can't help it, but every time I think of King Kong, if I ever want to try and put a joke to it, all I remember is a robot chicken episode where they had a guy on there that was like reviewing movies or like bloopers with movies, like a little skit. And I forget all the movies that it, that he threw out there, but one of them was like King Kong by Peter Jackson. And it just showed the credits. <laughs> it just showed the credits because the credits were like 40 minutes long. For oh, that yeah. There's a lot of fucking people. Involved. God damn. It was insane. But I don't know why I just that just comes up, comes up to me every time. Yeah, uh, just a little random movie trivia facts, since, you know, that's what we do here on this podcast. That's what you do. Yeah. Uh, talking about King Kong, did you know that yep. King Kong technically had the very first uh, film commentary? What? No. Yeah, in uh, the 1980s, when they released, like, the Laserdisc disc what? version. The Laserdisc? <laughs> yeah, the Laserdisc <laughs> <the laser disc laughs> versions of the uh, 1930 version. They actually included commentary, and that was the first ever film commentary for your film. No way. I yep. had no idea. Absolutely no idea. Yep. A little fun fact I thought was really cool. So do you think this Godzilla versus Kong is going to be better than the original? Yes. <gasps> How dare you? That trailer. I've never been this hyped by a trailer since maybe the first Mad Max re-wrote one. And why do you think that is? I don't know. There's just something. I don't know. There's just something about... Two giant monsters just fighting in well, the soundtrack. Uh, I think, oh God, what uh, I think I looked it up. What was the uh, song? Yeah, the 2019 hip hop track, Here We Go by Chris Classic. Like it works so well for that trailer. <laughs> our love, like if, you, if we were to go to the TFR side here, farthest reaches, our love for cryptids is almost kind of shown in these monster oh, kind yeah. of kaiju movies because uh, you would think. You can almost put those like hand in hand as as a cryptid or not. Yeah, kind of. So yeah, like if it was going to be a gigantic lizard like Godzilla or dinosaur, depending on what I don't know origin story you want, and a gigantic ape, or if you had Mothman and the Loch Ness monster, I mean, yeah, I would watch both of them, and I'd probably be equally ex- excited. Yeah, and I mean, in, if, with watching the trailer too, we have a lot of familiar faces throughout this film. Uh, Billy Bobby Brown. Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown, obviously from Stranger Things. Or what? No, uh-uh. She's, uh, what's the Holmes movie that your show that she's uh, done? Like Enola Holmes or? Enola yeah. Holmes, yeah. Uh, and then you have, I mean, she was obviously in Kong, or not uh, Kong, Godzilla, Godzilla King, King of the of Monsters. Monsters yeah. yeah. And then you have one of the many Skarsgårds in this film, Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, yeah. You're right. He was in there. Yep, he's he's in there. Uh, Rebecca Hall, which I will say, I very much enjoy Rebecca Hall's uh, 
performance in a film called The Awakening that came out in 2011. Um, it's a paranormal film that has some really cool twists, but um, she's appeared in some things. Like, she shows up in one of the Iron Man films for a bit and stuff like that. I can't put a face to her. She's the one that's, like, talking to, like, the little girl on the island. In the oh, trailer. Yeah, oh yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay, well, now I can put a face to her, but I don't know if I, what I've seen her in. Anyway. Yeah, and then, of course, child Kyle Chandler, who played uh, Millie Bobby Brown's dad in King of the Monsters. Yep. Which he's also in Peter Jackson's King Kong. Yes, he is. <laughs> so, what do you think like what is your takeaway from the trailer like what do you think's going on like what led us to this point oh because i have my because i have my theories well okay okay so do you want me to go how how i think like the perhaps the story timeline might go or how the trailer went and like (laughs) dissect that well like how like so obviously in the trailer for those that haven't seen it it kind of makes it seem well doesn't kind of it pretty much makes it seem that Godzilla is the villain. It and does, and con- like he's going around destroying city- cities and, as they said, hurting people. Which I'm like, just say he's killing people because he's fucking wiping out entire cities. Um, and then they bring in Kong, who's gonna beat him. So obviously, in the last two films with Godzilla, he's pretty much been like the hero. So he's what do you, he's always like that anti-hero. So like, what do you think led is leading up to this point for him to like go crazy? Well, something. Well, it's it's funny because as I'm was I uh, first watching it, I was like, man, I I don't see any reason why Godzilla would just attack those ships. Yeah, something has to be provoking him, and I think actually later in the trailer, maybe halfway through, someone's like, something's provoking him. Yeah, I don't obviously it doesn't depict who they're talking about. Maybe it was Kong. Maybe it was Godzilla. I don't know. But I don't, it doesn't seem, it doesn't settle with me very well that he's just mad and wants to fucking fight or so. Or he stumbled upon the aircraft carrier that Kong's on for no reason. No, something is provoking him to fight. I don't know if it's just the fact that there's another like primordial beast there that he wants to take care of. And because they said near the end of it, they're like, you know, there was a war and they're the only two left. Even anyone, I mean, you know, King of the Monsters, you have Ghidorah that was provoking. All the monsters. And I forget how he did that, but yes, it was him. He yeah. was the one doing it all, which... Now, woo. I do have... I, I have a theory. Oh, God. So, at the end of King of the Monsters, you had Charles Dance's character, the evil guy, um, where he had him, he had the uh, severed head of Ghidorah. Yep. I... My theory is the Godzilla we're seeing in the trailer, that's not our Godzilla. I think... They've Ooh. made their own quote unquote mecha Godzilla. And because uh, at, at the beginning of the trailer, you see like that scene where like you see like the red showing through. Well, I guarantee mecha Godzilla is going to be in it. I, I have that, I, I believe it too. But like part of me is like, what if that the Godzilla that we see fighting Kong through the trailer is like mecha Godzilla, but he has like flesh covering him? But like by the end of it, he gets oh. like. The flesh starts tearing away, and that's or, when we start seeing the mechanical parts. Maybe. And then Godzilla comes and like, what the fuck? That's a pretty good theory. The Godzilla we see is actually Mecha Godzilla, but covered by flesh, it's like an android. Yeah. And then it's wanting to fight Kong for whatever reason, or maybe I don't know. Someone's putting out some radio transmission, and Mecha Godzilla just didn't fucking like that, and yeah. just wanted to attack whatever it was. 
Um, and then the actual Godzilla comes up later and saves the day. Because essentially, huh. Charles Dance's character teams up with uh, Vera Farmiga, Farmiga's character in King of the Monsters. I fucked her name F- up. Don't. F- okay, sure. But uh, she was the Millie Bobby Brown's uh, mom in that movie. Okay. She, how she kind of teams up with Charles Dance's character, and they essentially just talk about like wiping out the entire human race, essentially. Of course. So part of me is like, you know, maybe they create their own Godzilla to try to wipe out the human race. Who knows? I don't know. Well, it's a th- stretch, but... Speaking of the thing you've seen in the very beginning with the little red lights and whatnot, that almost seems something like you know, Cybertronic or, yeah. or whatever have you. Um, and then... And then other people have, have pulled this out of the trailer, but there is a scene with a gentleman, and he looks like he's almost like in some sort of lab, some sort of science e room, if you will. But it looks like you can see kind of like half of a schematic of something that looks like back in the day when you would see it as Mecha Godzilla. So that leaves me leads me to believe that Mecha Godzilla will for sure be in it. But I don't know if I can necessarily make the jump that maybe he's covered in flesh and then we see him like that because i mean what if the very beginning with those explosions what if those explosions were at godzilla and then it exposed it yeah like you're saying and then maybe that next scene of people running and it's going through town maybe that's all like literally conjoined into one or two scenes it's possible um i mean we know the trailers are very well done to be cut to make things seem oh yeah i mean Um, in trailers you'll have scenes in at the very beginning that take place at the very end yeah, because I don't know. Obviously, uh, it's cinema. They can do whatever they want. But with the King Ghidorah head, if that is going to be used in this movie in some way, I don't know how you would do it, like how you would take something biological like that and actually put it... Like if Mechagodzilla was actually just a machine, what they could take from just the King Ghidorah head. That's why I said it's cinema. Yeah. They can literally well, do whatever they want. I, well, I mean, you know, Ghidorah is capable of... Re- Growing its head, so maybe they're like hoping that it just regrows its body, but it'd have to regrow regrow parts though. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's Hollywood. It oh. makes no sense. Uh, yeah, you're well, right. That's the thing. I saw a comment where somebody's talking about the idea of Mecha Godzilla or even like a Mecha Ghidorah coming up, and somebody's like, I don't know if the public or like you know the modern day audience is ready for that. Uh, realm of like disbelief, and I'm like, we're watching a movie about a fucking <laughs> five hundred foot tall radioactive lizard and a fucking like 400 foot tall monkey i think we're gonna be okay (laughs) so that's another thing okay let's step aside from godzilla here and think about kong do you think where do you think that kong came from like skull island like just another kong you think it has some sort of relation like maybe this is somehow like I, i i do you think this is the original kong this kong that we see in the movie is definitely the kong from skull island okay because they talk about in skull island that at that time he was still a baby, yeah, a baby, and still growing. And obviously, we see that in this because, and one even in that film, they talk about how he was the last of his kind because you had the uh, the oh, fucking like the skull crawlers or whatever that John, uh, John C. Riley's character calls them, yeah, because uh, yeah. like we see that's what killed his parents, yeah, because we, we see the giant skeletons uh, during one of the scenes of Skull Island. So we know that Kong essentially is the last of his kind. So, I and it seems like they're gonna talk a little bit about like the origins in this film too. Which yeah, they talk about that there was a war and it shows Kong. Which I can't. I don't know if the things we saw of Kong 
which I presume is on Skull Island. And he's fighting like this weird kind of like um, Quetzalcoatl looking, yeah. serp, flying serpent looking beasts. Um, I, I don't know if that's going to be like a flashback or yeah. that's going to be if they are on Skull Island and they take them with them. Because how did Skull Island end? Like, was he left on the island? I can't. Yes. I think he I, was left and then like um, uh, Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. And, uh, oh God, uh, Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Uh, yeah, they were taken back with I'm not sure whomever, but I think Kong resided on the island. Nothing ever happened yeah. to him, so he was still there. So for some reason, they're going back to get him. Do you think it has a relation with Godzilla? Like, we want him to fight him? Most likely, because, I mean, obviously they kept track of all the giant uh, monsters, because in the scene with uh, in uh, King of the Monsters, when Ghidorah is, like, summoning them all, they even talk about uh, Kong coming across the water. Which essentially he's just swimming across, and then Ghidorah just stops and he goes back. <laughs> but here's my thing: so they talk about you know in the trailer that you know they're the last one standing. I'm like, okay, so what happened to all these other monsters that showed up at the end of King of the Monsters and bowed down to Godzilla? Exactly. <laughs> what happened to them? Exactly. Uh, that that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And I don't know. I'm kind of pissed at like King Ghidorah's de- maybe. Maybe the guy with the King Ghidorah head is just going to make King Ghidorah again. Maybe. Because I want these monsters to come back, honestly. I mean, they came back to all the other films, and I was like, this is cool, regardless. I mean, God, fucking Mothra was so fucking cool in King of the Monsters. See, okay, that reminded me of in the older movies of Mothra, and he had like the little two uh, twins or so that were like, I I can't, God, I can't remember. My memory is so shot. Um. The little girl that's with Kong now. Yeah. Now we have her. What mm-hmm. do you think her deal is? I'm not 100% sure. And part of me wonders if she gets killed and that's what pisses Kong off to the point to where he is like, all right, I'm going to fight Godzilla. Because, I mean, in the trailer, oh it kind of alludes that she's on the aircraft carrier because she's like has her hand against the wall and she can like hear the, the like thundering locomotive that is Godzilla coming towards the ship. So, if she is on the ship, I mean, that would be a good reason, but she might not be on the ship, but who knows? It kind of alludes to it. <laughs> okay. I mean, it'd so be a girl, good... the girl would die, which would, would blow my mind, but it would not be unheard of, because in the original Godzilla, we had Brian Cranston just die, like, right off. Yeah. Which, I know a lot of people that hated that. I actually enjoyed it. Not yep. that I don't like Brian. It's just, it was something no one expected. Oh, yeah. And it I mean, worked out. All the trailers made him look like he yeah. was the main character. But no, it was Aaron, Aaron Taylor, Taylor Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, the guy and from Kick-Ass. Yeah. He will never just be Quicksilver to me. He will always be Kick-Ass. Oh, yeah. Quicksilver? No. Yeah, because, you know, that movie, it came out right after Age of Ultron. And I'm like, oh, now I have to believe that Quicksilver and... uh uh fuck what's her name uh wanda or scarlet whatever yeah i was like okay they're brother and sister now and oh now they're husband and wife oh this is weird (laughs) yeah that was bad timing yeah um so yeah i I don't know what to make of the little girl um god yeah i don't know where she came from i I I mean it seems like she comes from the island like one of the it does but it it almost i don't she would have to yeah i I mean why would some yeah i mean they had the other they had the tribes there that 
John, John C. Riley was with. So yeah, like why would a little kid from I don't know fucking Milwaukee just be there and all of a sudden Kong fall in love with her? Not really fall in love with her, but just cherish her, yeah. cherish her and protect her. Doesn't make any sense. It has to be from the island, I would assume. Yeah. If not, I don't know how that's going to settle with me. Um. So, yeah, Godzilla, Kong, little girl, possibly Mecha Godzilla, which in the other past movies, Mecha Godzilla was brought in just to combat Godzilla. Yeah. They made him just to combat him. They didn't make Mecha Godzilla to be used in any evil way. Um, I wonder if that still holds true in this film, or maybe they have Mecha Godzilla. I don't know, maybe some evil person is is making Mecha Godzilla and is gonna use him for his evil ways and maybe Godzilla and I don't know, Kong just get in the way of that and they have to take that down. And then of course they're gonna shake hands and oh yeah and like, be on the way guarantee that this film isn't just godzilla versus king kong it's, nope. it's gonna be a fucking like batman versus superman where oh god by the end of it they team up to fight a bigger evil i see i don't i don't want that i don't want them to fight a bigger evil i don't either but you know it's gonna happen who do you think who else do you think will make an appearance like out of the other monsters mm-hmm whether it's any of the older ones in the movies or possibly the ones that you remember seeing in the uh, I honestly, King of Monsters. I honestly think Ghidorah will show back up at some point. You think point. so? I do. See, I don't know exactly who I would say would come back in this movie or just be there. Because a lot of those monsters in the end of King of the Monsters we have never seen before. They were just brand new. Yeah, they. Um, I thought I, I think I heard somewhere that they had to pretty much just make up their own monsters because they didn't have the rights to use some of the others. Could be, and I mean, I would have almost done that anyway. Yeah, why not make all, your own? Well, I mean, we saw that in the first in the yeah. 2014 Godzilla. It was uh, God, what was that thing? I can't remember. Mutos or is that what the name of it was? Something like that. They had different names, but I just know a big for the bug. I know for the most part they just called them Mutos because they had like. Two or three different versions. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I've seen a lot of weird transcendental spiritual shit with Mothra throughout the movies, the past movies. Maybe she can make an appearance again. I don't know how, but maybe. Um, I don't think I'd want King Ghidorah back so soon, even though yeah. there's a head of him left and he does have those regenerative powers. Um, I don't know. I, I would almost like to see some random one-off, like... King Caesar, <laughs> if anyone knows who that is, or Angiris, the kind of like dinosaur ankylosaurus looking thing, which oh, is a bunch yeah. of spikes, um, which I think you see near the end of King of the Monsters. I think you see Angiris. Really? I think you do. Like maybe like a sh- like the shadow or like the little silhouette of him. Yeah. Um, I want to say he because some of them weren't all new. Yeah. I- I'm pretty sure if, if my memory serves me right, I'm pretty sure some of them were. Some of his past enemies. Um, so yeah, another part of that trailer is you see like this weird little like spawn devilish bat looking things. One comes down almost right on the Kong's head. You remember that part yeah. of the trailer? What do you think that's it? That's a part of that. I think is gonna be more so part of Kong's origin story. I agree. the The hole that's that is on Skull Island that they conferred with. Uh, with yeah. the original Kong movie, and how it's almost like the Hollow Earth. Was it almost, or was it the Hollow Earth theory, basically? They kind of like alluded to it, in a way. Yeah, because that's where these gigantic beasts come from, is somewhere down in the depths of the Earth. Of course, Godzilla's is in a fucking nuclear 
power plant ancient temple down at the bottom of the sea. Yeah, speaking of origin story, which one would you prefer? Do you prefer the absolute original Godzilla, where he was actually a dinosaur left on an island um, that mutated during uh, maybe Hiroshima or something like that? Or do you prefer him being an iguana and being bombed by some nuclear Nagasaki Hiroshima or so? Or do you prefer the nuclear power plant ancient temple at the bottom of the sea? I kind of like that one just because <laughs> oh. it. I don't. I don't know. It's so fucking outlandish, but I love it. And I do love how, like, they started. Um, I think it was the 2014 Kong, and they may have even shown clips of it in uh, King of the Monsters. How like, it's like a like, fucking flashbacks of like just like screenshots that it looks like it's like on like an old uh, projector. And yeah, it's like screens of like them doing like the nuclear bomb tests, but yep. instead of the test, they're actually trying to kill Godzilla, which I'm like, oh, that's so cool. That That is very cool. Um, Yeah, I think I'd prefer just the iguana, to be honest, the New York one of all, because yeah. a dinosaur living that long is pretty fucking outlandish, almost as outlandish as some ancient seawater temple. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm a guy that needs some sort of explanation about it. I know people will get on, specifically, they'll get on like one thing of a movie. It's like someone said something about Godzilla and Kong. They're like, oh God, what'd they say? How, oh, I can't remember, but they said like, oh, how could this be if this, this, and this? And then someone will comment like, dude, you're watching a movie with two gigantic creatures fighting. Yep. Don't worry about it. But for me, I think of every little thing and I need some sort of reason. I, it doesn't have to be an intricate reason. I mean, when I saw the original, well, the, the 2014 Godzilla, I was like, okay, I want to know how Godzilla got here. Was it nuclear test? Yeah. Don't just have him appear and start eating, eating nuclear power. Why is his head so small? <laughs> Why is his head so small? <laughs> just like in my figure right there. Why does his head look so small? Why is his hand so small? Got such a thick body and tiny little head. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh, you know, he he's actually this primordial beast that lived a million years ago or whatever it was. Like, okay, that's that's all I needed. I, I will say I do love how, like, because I, I know a lot of people complain about the 2014 movie because there wasn't enough Godzilla. And in my head, I'm like, you haven't seen a Godzilla movie then. No, no, you 90% haven't. 90% of the Godzilla movies are about the human story and Godzilla is just there, essentially. Yeah, he he literally just makes an appearance or two, maybe for the first. If you take your typical Godzilla movie, an hour and a half long, I would say he appears maybe once or twice within the first hour, maybe mm -hmm. for a few minutes, and then the last half hour he actually is fighting whatever the movie is pitting him against. Yeah, that I is mean, how it always is. I mean, obviously, King of the Monsters, it was a lot of monster fights, which was fine. But I think like the 2014 one, I think it did such a great job of kind of like capturing the essence of like the amount of terror that a giant fucking monster would bring. Oh my God. And like God. All, all like the little like parts that you get, like, um, like one of the first instances when like they're on the rooftops and the soldiers start firing at him and you just see his fucking giant leg. Yeah. Uh, or so when they, when they first fly down yeah, and it's all red and you know, cloudy, smoky, whatnot. That was, it was very unsettling. It's such a, like it was such like I very much enjoyed the movie. I remember I we all went to go see that movie. We all, I think, for my birthday. Yeah, I think so. I think for uh, yeah, the original Godzilla, and then we all a bunch of us got together for King of the Monsters, um, which I can't remember when that came out, but uh, um, twenty seventeen maybe. Skull Island is twenty seventeen. Twenty eighteen. Uh, twenty nineteen. Oh shit! Really? Damn, yeah. that's soon. 
for like this movie now, 2021. Yeah. We were supposed to get it last year? Technically, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, King of the Monsters came out May 31st, 2019. When did the original Godzilla come out? I just want to make sure that was near my birthday. Like, and, I, uh, and I didn't just get drugged up and go with some random people to some random movie <laughs> and I forgot everything. May 16th, 2014? Yeah, that was totally not my, my birthday at all. Okay, so it wasn't I, for your birthday. I think may, we just went. Maybe we did. I thought there was a big event. Oh, well. Um, yeah, because I remember we all went to, um, oh, fuck, AMC down in Newport. Yeah, yeah, with, with a with a big crowd. We basically yeah. filled one whole line of chairs up. Yep. Oh, but that was that was great. Because we are like, let's go see it in the biggest theater, that's, or the biggest screen that's around here. Yeah, and what you said a moment ago about King of the Monsters and a lot of the a lot of it was just monster fighting. Mm-hmm. I can see where that's kind of a bit too much because, I mean, he did have three gigantic top-tier, you know, creatures to fight. Yeah. So I was I was a little, I feel like, personally overwhelmed by it. Sure, I like a great kaiju fight, but I do, I am a man that does like some story and I'm not yeah. just like that typical man stigma of like like the expendables just like bunch of fucking helicopters crashing and, f- and fast and furious fast cars and a bunch of manly men i don't give <laughs> fast a f- and furious started with them stealing fucking dvd players and now they're like shooting missiles across the ice <laughs> yeah yeah what the fuck is up with that i have no idea and apparently they're talking about going to the moon dude <laughs> <laughs> yep oh you know God. you know a franchise has reached its peak when it goes to space I, oh Oh. <laughs> okay, so I wish I was joking about that too, but that's apparently something that they're talking about doing. I hate you. <laughs> you literally ruined my day. <laughs> do you think they'll uh I can't come back from that. Do you think they'll do street races with the uh, like the uh, like moon rovers? They'll probably they'll probably literally There's a fucking spin-off movie Dude. where fucking oh god, what I just Elba played a fucking superhero essentially, and it was a spinoff movie that was part of the Fast and Furious franchise. Something and Hobbs. Yeah, Cal- Calvin and Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, fucking. I don't know. I haven't seen a Fast and Furious movie since Tokyo Drift. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, what they'll probably do is they'll probably create a ramp that's just like ten feet high, but somehow when they f- take their sixty-eight charger on it, they just go straight to the moon. <laughs> Something else fucking ridiculous and dumb. Anyway, oh my God, I like story. And I think the 2014 Godzilla had a, a great amount of story with it, just enough to get you by, just enough to get that movie through. It was fine. And it did um, a good job of setting up that Godzilla was kind of a hero, even though he definitely... He's like Deadpool. He's yep. an anti-hero. Oh, he, he wiped out some fucking cities. Hey, everybody <laughs> listening, if you're watch, watch, uh, excuse me, want to watch a Godzilla movie, just watch it from end to beginning, <laughs> to reverse. Because then, at that point, he just comes out of the water and rebuilds the city. That's, and then he goes back. That was the one thing I did love about the ending of the 2014 movie, where, like, he's, like, all just fucking laying there, like, he's sleeping, and then he walks, like, wakes up, and everybody's cheering and clapping, and he just wades <laughs> back into the water, just like, <laughs> that okay. Was, huh. That was awesome. They're like, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh, well, have fun cleaning up my mess. Uh, Yeah, not his job. Nope. So, all right. Hey, we can't prove he did it. <laughs> Um, we can't prove it pretty sure that big ass footsteps gonna say otherwise oh that was one thing in the the new york version of matthew broderick when uh he's first brought to his site and they're like here's the evidence whatnot it shows a ship and it shows a gigantic claw mark through oh it. yeah and he's like uh, some like uh, general or lieutenant's like oh there's your evidence or whatnot and he's like oh what happens what are you talking about where, where, where is it and he's just like you're standing in it and it kind of pans out oh, he's yeah. in the footprint i was like whoa fuck <laughs> so um, what, because I know Skull, like, Skull Island gets 
a lot of like love and hate. Yeah. Where, where did it fall on it, like for you? Did you enjoy it? I absolutely loved it. Honestly, it's either right with or maybe even a tiny bit better than uh, King of the Monsters. I don't okay. think it's quite Godzilla 2014 because I think I do prefer that one over King of the Monsters. Um, but no, I thought it was great. I loved that it actually wasn't the like hour of bullshit and then you see him in the last half hour. Like he yeah. came in what? Like the first 10 minutes that literally they just like, flying to the yeah, island. Yeah, it was like 15, 20 and minutes he just in. stands yep. up with a fucking palm tree in his hand. It's like, uh-oh. Is that a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> that that was great. That was a great way to oh, introduce oh, yeah. him. And then like the very, the very like, uh, oh fuck, what's the iconic um, Vietnam film where they're like, the helicopters are going towards like the rising sun um, or whatever. Um, oh, sh- Apocalypse sh- Now. Is that it? Maybe. But you know what scene I'm talking about where like yeah. it's the sun behind him and Kong silhouettes just there. Yep. Oh my god, it was such a fucking good scene. No, that was great. I like I don't know if that's like that movie's just like the man stigma in me where I'm just like in awe of just how fucking chaotic it started. And then of course you have John Goodman and Samuel Jackson and just oh god. Oh my god, I forgot those those people were in. All I can remember is Hiddleston and John C. Riley. And Brie Larson that you mentioned earlier. I tried to forget about her, to be well, honest. Really? Yeah, she she does some things that don't settle with me. And and Cassandra's <laughs> pulled up some like behind the scenes things and interviews, and she just sometimes honestly seems like a bitch. I don't know her. I I don't really want to make that assessment. Yeah, I was gonna but, say I don't know. I've, yeah, I just kind of get a weird taste in my mouth. I'm sad. I don't know. I like her, but um, but I uh, know the one. There was one thing that I hated about that movie. And it was the very cliche <clears throat> introduction to Hiddleston's character where, oh, they just so happened to enter the bar just as he's getting into a fight. Oh, look how badass he is. I'm like, fucking, come on. Yeah. That was the one thing in that movie. I'm just like. <sighs> I forgot all about that to you we were just talking about. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't a big fan of that part either. I know there were some things with, uh, with Tom's, Tom Hiddleston's character I didn't like. I did, I did like their liberty on taking John C. Riley's character as someone that had been there forever and had just learned the ways. Yeah. An outsider and whatnot. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, I did like this, the beginning of that film starting with uh like the two the Japanese pilot and the American pilot crashing on the island and yep. getting into the fight and Yeah. That was that was very cool. Kong just showing up. <laughs> that was a good movie. That really was. was. Same with Godzilla twenty fourteen and then King of the Monsters. And I Hope to God that I really like Godzilla versus Kong. I don't see a reason why I wouldn't. Nope. I think the little fanboy, it's going to be completely just fully nostalgic for me. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like I was telling a buddy of mine, like, the, the story could be absolutely dumb because I, I mean, I technically thought the human arc story of King of the Monsters is fucking stupid. It, but it, it didn't catch me at all. It, it didn't interest no, me at all. No, it just made no sense. I'm like, okay, cool. So we want to wipe out the human, the human race. That's fine. Oh, wow. I haven't heard that a thousand fucking times. Yeah, exactly. That's like when Star Wars Episode Seven came out. It's like, what's going on? Oh, you know, just another Death Star. I'm like, you fucking bitches. You had like 20 plus years to think of anything else. I don't care if it was like Death Planet and it's shaped like a triangle. Anything. But I don't know. It just bugged the fuck out of me that they had so long to create anything else. Just a tidbit of something new. Yep. And it's just another, it's just Death Star 2.0. I'm yeah, like, I mean, are you I, fucking kidding? Yeah, and I mean, at least like with Thanos, like Thanos wanted to just wipe out half of it just to make it balanced again, which I'm like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. That's a different take. And same with, um, oh God, I don't know if it was Avengers 
part two or part one, um, when they were talking about like was it was it time travel that they that, did? That's uh, in game. Well, that's what I meant, like yeah. in game part one or part two when they did time travel. But they they had the um, little alternation of it saying that there is always going to be a past. Like yeah. you can never change. Like when you go into the past, you'll never change the future because that's just a whole separate timeline yeah. already. I was like, that's a neat little idea. You can you can do time travel just like ghosts. I am so sick and tired of fucking ghost movies, especially since they just seem to carry on the whole grieving thing. That's why the ghosts here, all oh, the grieving, oh, they haven't had closure yet, yada yada yada. It's like, sure, take that concept, but just take a tiny little detour. Yeah. Okay. Something new. Don't just take what's already there and run with it. Yep. Really. I mean, please, please, dear God, please. I agree. Yeah, God, I'm so excited. March can't come here soon enough. I at the time of this recording, dude, it's just a little less than two months away. Oh my God, I know it's still not close enough. I honestly, I will go see it in a theater. Oh, you will? I have to see that on a big screen. I, I, I don't. I don't. I've I seen don't. all the others on. I love movie theater settings. I, I don't care what anybody says. Like movie theaters, one, they're important to fucking film in general in Hollywood. Yeah. If theaters start to become absolute and like everybody just starts watching movies at home we're gonna see a decrease in the quality of film because they're just not gonna make enough money for it it's oh well i mean you don't think they'll find a way to do it no they won't they're not gonna i mean we saw that with um mulan they did not make the amount of money through streaming it through disney plus that they would have made through box office globally damn that's a that's a damn shame yeah and, and i mean that's the the truth of it like we're just not gonna see all of these like high-end movies like it's just gonna start deteriorating well i assume once things start getting back to normal and <clears throat> a lot of movie theaters are finally opening up so i know some are now yeah uh heavily restricted and hell you how can even it. rent out a whole theater to show movies yeah you can um i'm sure when things go back to normal i think a lot of people i think There'll be more that might be used to the just sitting at home watching it, but I don't think it's going to affect it that much because just of the nostalgic reasons. And honestly, I think people much older in age that like to go to the theater are going to continue because they probably don't want to deal with streaming devices and such, just to be quite honest. I mean, I know there's a lot of people, especially in our generation, where they're like, ah, oh, fuck it, I could just watch it at home. But see, here's my thing against it. I'm I like, am one of them. I'm like, if I'm watching a movie at home, I can, I have, there's so many things like distractions where if well, I'm in a theater setting, no phones, no nothing. I'm just there to watch the movie. That's very, that's Where very true. Where if I'm at home watching a movie, it's so easy for me to pull out my phone and look at it or well, I will say, just get distracted in general. I will say there is somebody in this house, other than you and I right now, who will get distracted watching movies, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, but me, surprisingly, I don't. And even if it's a movie I've seen before, even if it's a movie that I'm forced to sit down and watch that I don't care... I never, just me, I never touch my phone yeah. at all. I'm always just watching the movie for, for what it is. So, yeah, as sitting at home is, I, I think, much nicer for me. I like watching football rather than going to a stadium. It's just me. Call me an introvert. Whatever. Uh, but that doesn't mean I'll never go back to the movie theaters. Yeah. I mean, I doubt it, but come March 26th, if there's an easy enough way for me to go to the movie theaters, I just might. Yeah. I just might. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those movies, like, Having that like massive fucking sound system that I'm just like, I mean, oh yeah, that really beats my little fucking sound bar. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I have I have a friend that has a very nice fucking uh, sound system, so I'm like, if I can go up there and see, watch the movie with them, maybe. But 
Yeah. You know, even then it's not the same. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I made the uh, I was talking to a friend, I was like, Yeah, I was like, I have to see that on big screen. One of my friends was like, I have a 70 inch, and I was like, You don't have a fucking 30 foot by 90 foot. Shh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, movie theaters aren't hurting. I mean, maybe now, of oh, course. They're fucking yeah, but I, I mean say, before before then they can't be that bad. They weren't doing too bad, but right now, I mean, a lot of movies have movie theaters have filed for bankruptcy, like AMC. Uh, a couple others, but yeah, I mean, the pandemic, like many businesses, has definitely made a huge impact. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's, I mean, the, the Hollywood in general, and even the indie markets. I mean, they're they're struggling right now. I mean, it's hard to make movies, yeah, especially during the crisis of a pandemic and mm, yeah, social distancing and all that. That's why so many movies are getting pushed back further and further and further. I mean, movies. I mean, A Quiet Place Two, Black Widow, uh. Kong versus Godzilla. Like, I mean, these are all movies that we should have already had out. And honestly, by this time, they probably should have already been on like Blu-ray and DVD. But here we are. Yeah, you're right. Like, I I know the Black Widow movie should have already been out and Quiet Place too. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I remember uh, because yeah, I work retail right now. We started getting like the Black Widow merch, and I mean, it's already gone clearance and (laughs) everything. Oh no shit! I mean, because there's the movies supposed to already be out and so shit yeah uh yeah i know I, I had no idea about amc bank uh filing for bankruptcy yeah i think that's what i heard shit um well so yeah any last thoughts with godzilla versus kong i mean any more theories besides mecha godzilla uh the mecha godzilla is like my big theory that like i'm kind of like stuck on just because yeah. it makes sense in my head that the godzilla that we see is fighting isn't the Godzilla that we know. And you think they're going to fight a bigger threat? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, all right. All right. Because, I mean, it looks like... Oh, let's see here. Because it looks like the runtime is... Oh, God, where'd it go? Yeah, I really can't find anything, but there is a website here, movieweb.com. Uh, it says, according to an anonymous source, the runtime for Godzilla versus Kong is approximately one hour and 45 minutes. Which cannot be right. Movies need to be longer, everybody. Movies need to be longer. They need to, but at the same time, they don't have to be like these three, four-hour fucking movies that we're starting to get with some of these director cuts. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, that like, was... uh, what? Uh, oh, God damn it. James Cameron's The Abyss or Peter Jackson's The Abyss. Who the fuck did The uh, Abyss? Yeah. That, like, the extended theatrical cut or so that you can only see in theaters was literally like five, five and a half hours. Yeah. I'm like, oh see, my like, God. They did a really nice director's cut and I think it's on Netflix of um, Quentin Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. And the way I love that they did it, instead of just like releasing one big thing, it was like they broke it up into episodes. So like you can watch the full movie, but uh, like if you only wanted to like break it up because each one was like a little, like over, like an hour and like, 10, 10 or 12 minutes long. Yeah. So it ended up being like a four and a half hour film with all the director's like cuts. So, I mean, like you could break it up and do that, which I think is a great idea. Okay. But I mean, you got like, I mean, you got movies like, you know, Watchmen, the director's cuts, like three hours, fucking uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League that's supposed to be coming out. That's going to be coming out. Like, oh, I three, saw that. Three hours or something yeah, like that. I saw that. So. Something else here that, that I found, someone says that, uh, Gareth Edwards' 2014 Godzilla clocked in at 123 minutes, so just a 
tad bit over two hours, while King of the Monsters was slightly longer at 132 minutes. Yeah, two hours, 12 minutes, and then I think Kong Skull Island was just shy of two hours. Yeah, you're right. So I'm, I'm, yeah, see, he here he says also that someone said it was supposed to be about an hour and 45 minutes, which, God damn it, that's not going to do it justice. I'm going to call it right now. That's not going to do it justice. That just sounds like a more compact time to just show a bunch of f- fucking uh, creatures fighting, like King of the Monsters. And I'm I was like, going to say, it. if that, I mean, if it, if an hour and 45 minute is true, that means that shit's going to start off with a fucking bang. Maybe. I mean, it doesn't have to mean that, yeah, but it's, maybe. It's true. And plus, what a lot of people don't think, and of course, I didn't at, or before either, but now I do, and I can't help it every time. But when I see a runtime, I have to include credits because credits are included in there. Yep. So when you when you go like if you're like oh let's go see a, a movie babe and you go to showcase cinemas and it says oh the movie's two hours it's like well ten minutes of that is going to be just credits yeah. probably or fifteen yeah. minutes I mean a decent you know eighth of the size of that movie is going to be just trailer or excuse me just uh, credits so if it's an hour and forty five I guarantee probably about fifteen twenty minutes of that is going to be just credits so it's only like an hour and a half which yeah. I'm like. I'm going to poo-poo that right now. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll get more information about that closer to probably next month, maybe, or maybe even in March. Yeah. Do you think we'll get another trailer before March 26th? Oh, I'm sure we will. I yeah. think we will. Oh, yeah. I think we, we will. I think we will we sometime late do. February. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I could think that a movie like this would be a shorter runtime is the expense of the amount of fucking CGI. Oh, God. Wait, that's CGI? Oh, I mean, uh, no, sorry. No, not at all. It is real. (laughs) They went to some remote island in the Atlantic Ocean and actually captured these creatures. And then they just really zoomed in. The creatures are only about three inches tall. Okay, so according to this, the budget for this film was between 160 to 200 million. Which, I, I, I don't know if, like, maybe I'm just so desensitized to, like, how heavily like CGI these films are, but that doesn't feel like a lot. No, that does not feel like that much. But I wonder if there's obviously I don't I'm not in the the business of cinema uh, of film. Yeah, because I mean, looking at like uh, Marvel's Endgame, the budget for that was three hundred and sixty three hundred and fifty six million. Well, hold on a second. Does paying your actors and actresses go into your budget? It does. Okay, so, because for Avengers Endgame, you got a lot of A-list. I, yeah, this is true. I mean, you have some decent... Uh, Honestly, the biggest name is probably Millie Bobby Brown in that. Skarsgård. Skarsgård, I think, is probably... Skarsgård and Millie Bobby Brown are definitely the two highest tier. And I couldn't imagine them being <laughs> costing as much as like Chris Evans. Or uh, Chris or Hemsworth or shit. I mean, fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but God, even still, 160 to 200 million. That doesn't feel like a lot, actually. And no. I and I don't. I, I was going to say earlier. I have no real input when it comes to cinema or film. That's all, Josh, and anyone else that has actually dived into it. Um, but is there anything like CGI? Like, is CGI always expensive? Like, no matter what you do with it. Pretty much. I, like, I don't know how to word that question. Because, like, say, like, oh, God, I don't even know how to word it. Well, like, my wife, for example, she can make these awesome-looking crochet, you know, out of yarn things. And it's like, dude, how long did that take you? Or how much did you have to spend on that? And it's like, well, it took me, like, an hour. And I, it cost me $2 for the yarn. But I made this extravagant piece. Is there anything like that in cinema? Like, is CGI really not 
maybe I mean, costly. It, it's just more. I mean, it's getting better and it's getting cheaper, but timely. I mean, it's still expensive and time is a big thing of it. But looking at, because I was curious, looking at the budget for uh, King of the Monsters, I mean, it's it's essentially got the same budget. It was uh they ran in at one seventy to two hundred million. So I mean, I guess it's relatively the same for yeah i don't know any of the software i don't know how you do it um shit i mean now i'm looking up the other <laughs> budgets for the films just because i'm curious how about it it just goes to show though that if it had the budget of endgame it'd probably be like really fucking good and it might be like 10 minutes longer mm-hmm. yeah skull island had a was a at a budget of 185 million and you had a pretty big actor there tom hiddleston Oh, I would say and John C. Riley and John Goodman and Samuel Jackson and Brie I forget the, I for fucking forget the, <laughs> like that it was they're a in pretty them. star he- like it was a heavy star film. No, yeah, now that you say that, you're right. It really was. I mean, you had three actors alone that are a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that's what fucking have skyrocketed them into. Yeah, but can you re- can you really charge that much for that? Like, even if your first film was an Avengers movie, can you still charge as much as Samuel L. Jackson come? Your next film? Oh, probably. Cause I, I don't think so. I guarantee to get Tom Holland in a fucking film it, that he's he. You probably well, yeah. Now that he's in three pit, Spider Mans or two Spider Mans, I, I I don't know. I don't know how it works. I I, I don't produce or direct. I just write. <laughs> I, I don't either. All I can literally do here is sit down and just bitch. <laughs> That's all I do. I put my two cents in on this. Anyone can correct us. Uh, TDC Pod official. On Twitter, uh, that I sectors cut on Instagram and Facebook, and that I sectors cut podcast at gmail.com. If you want to correct me on anything, I will gladly welcome it. And if you have any ideas on what's going behind the scenes of Godzilla vs. Kong, which I don't know, and looks, anyone does, email and look, us. And it looks like 2014 Godzilla had a budget of 160 million. Oddly enough, according to just these budgets, just on like through Wikipedia, which it just says box office. So I yeah. don't know if that's just. Like um, internationally or just like uh, domestic, like mm-hmm. here in the U.S. But apparently, uh, King of the Monsters has the lowest box office score out of uh, Kong and Kong Skull Island and 2014 Godzilla. I could believe it because Kong, or excuse me, the 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 Could've... revamped Godzilla was kind of like a, a first for some. Yeah, because like... Godzilla 2014 has a box office of 529 million. Kong Skull Island has 566.7 million. And then King of the Monsters only breaked in 386.6 million. Now, did you say that's globally or you don't know? I don't know. Like, I'm just looking off like Wikipedia right now and it says box office. So I don't know if that that's got, is. That's got to be domestic. I, I would assume so. But yeah, that's, I don't know, kind of shocking because I felt like there is a lot. Like, I saw a lot of love for King of the Monsters and. God, the amount of memes that came out of fucking... With King Ghidorah? Yeah, with the one fucking stupid Derp, derpy, derpy head. head yeah. <laughs> no, I, I would I would think that's exactly how it went. Kong's a classic, 1933 or something like that. Yeah. And Kong's I mean, a they, classic. They, you know, they fucking put it right at the end of the Vietnam War. Yeah, pe- yeah, people... Of. Exactly. People will see that. I mean, that's been, what, redone past, uh, <laughs> after the original, redone maybe like three or four other separate times. Yeah. 20 years between each one. Well... The second one was probably 40 or 50 years. Um, but yeah, I can see that one definitely. Uh, I would see it making more, which it did domestically, if that's what that is. And you had the draw of Tom Hiddleston and people like that too. 
because yeah, people don't realize actors draw people into movies. <laughs> well, that's true. And um, yeah, Godzilla, the original, uh, well, the 2014 one, uh, none of those actors drew me. I like Brian Cranston. They used uh, Brian but, Cranston. They put him as in the trailer to try to draw people in because that was coming right off the end of uh, Breaking Bad. So. I wonder why they they didn't go for anybody else. Like what if what if there if it is entailed into the budget what if their budget was solely for like CGI and such and they just maybe couldn't afford I don't want to say non A list actors and actresses because I don't know their their where they fall on the totem pole if you want to go with that yeah it's such a hard ranking yeah so I wonder if like what came first yeah I have no idea I have no idea what uh... of course they also didn't they have to claim the rights from Toho Company. For the original Godzilla too, I think like so, Legendary yeah. had to get the rights. That could have been a part of the budget, or maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they had to settle that dispute one way or another, and then didn't have the funds like they originally had. Or I don't know. Like yeah, I said, I, mean, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, because I mean, even I mean, you even have reoccurring actors throughout the films, like uh, oh fuck, Ken what? Oh fuck, what's his name? Uh, Ken. With Tanabe and uh, Sally Hawkins, who play like the two scientists that like are studying Godzilla. Oh, the um, the one uh, is, I, don't, I I don't mean anything by this, but I don't know if he's Japanese or Chinese, but though I think he's Japanese because he's like one of the Wat- only Watanabe. ones throughout the film that calls him like Gujira, which I loved. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I've seen him a lot in other movies, and he always plays a great part, oh, just yeah. like he did in the original Godzilla. And then, of course, I love Sally Hawkins. I mean, she's a great actress. And then, of course, her role in uh, Shape of Water, playing a mute character, was so fucking good. I'm super fucking excited yep. for some kaiju. Yeah, I am too. I, I'm i kind of like, I wonder if Aaron Taylor Johnson or uh, Elizabeth Olsen will show up, because like, they haven't shown up since... And I mean, I, I it kind of makes sense that they don't, because I mean, they were like really nobodies in this movie. I mean, Aaron Taylor Johnson's character, his dad was studying like the seismic effects. Yeah. So he kind of had an inside. But I mean, other than that, they were just kind of civilians caught up in everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, well, but, here's another thing. Where do you think the movie is going to take place? Right before we sign off, where do you think it's going to take place? Like. Well, like Godzilla is more so with like Tokyo, Japan mm-hmm. and Kong, at least in the other movies, were with like New York. No, almost complete opposite. No, they're not complete opposite sides of the world, are they? No, no, no. Well, well kind of. But there's the one scene where Godzilla and Kong are fighting, and it's very uh, neon lights yeah, and whatnot. Which gives me a very Japanese, same uh, like Japan uh, essence. So I got a feeling it's gonna take place in multiple parts of the world, just like King of the Monsters did, where it took place in like South South America, and then in like Boston and. Uh, couple other i think san francisco was a part of the original one did that too yeah so i think it's definitely going to be like a multi-location area yeah Yeah, it i don't want it to be but i feel like it would i'll be curious maybe he'd just show up in japan and just fucking beat the hell out of everything and then leave yeah i'll be curious to see like how many years this is supposed to be past uh king of the monsters yeah that was our take on the trailer and you'll hear us again do an episode a reaction episode after we see the movie in march uh, yeah, and that episode will probably be about three or four seconds long, and it's just going to be us going, Oh, God, fucking see it! It was great! Or it's going to be like, oh, my God, that movie sucked. <laughs> Which I hope it that isn't, but we'll see. What if Kong and Godzilla fall in love? Let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the movie. They just skip out in you the sunset. You got a friend in me. I'd watch it. Would you? Yep. Everyone's like, oh, my God. And it's just a bunch of kaiju sperm flying all over the goddamn place. <laughs>
<laughs> oh god, what was that movie? Cleavage Field. <laughs> Cleavage Field. Oh god, if ever, anybody wants to watch oh, a great parody <laughs> porno movie from Cloverfield, watch Cleavage Field. Oh uh, yeah, there's a plug. Oh god, that was a that was a movie. <laughs> that was like Godzilla, right? <laughs> yeah, that was like Godzilla, but in Tom Holland version. Baby as fuck. <laughs> No one knows what I'm talking about, but if you nope. look at Cleavage Field, you will see the cute little green monster. Oh, that is yeah, the, mo- the, the monster. monster was adorable. <laughs> all right, so uh, with all that said, you got the social media. Hit us up if you have anything that, oh, that you want to throw our way. Uh, that's our eh, that's our take, I would say, on the the first trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong, which comes out March 26th, yeah. 2021. Yeah. Um, yeah, expect to hear from us again about this when the next trailer drops yeah, and when the movie drops. Because I'm sure eventually down the line we'll dive into some of the Godzilla movies and break them apart like we have. Oh, I, I'm so excited. I want to do like the original Godzilla and how I'd even break apart the like the movies leading up to this too. I think it'd be fun. I think so too, Josh. I really do. And I would, uh, I'd love to be part of that ride. Well, with that, I'm Josh. And I'm Matthew. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>